Ticket on stop, ticket on stop, ticket on, ticket on, ticket on stop, ticket on stop, breaking my heart, ticket on, ticket on, ticket on stop. This is episode 144 of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. Hopefully, we sound better than ever because we have invested a ton of money on a lot of equipment, brand new microphones, and we are at NPR level right now. I can tell you that right now. NPR has nothing on the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. Today, joining me, my co-hosts once again, and thank the almighty, Full House, we're going to start. Ladies first. Natalia, how are you doing? I'm doing very good. Thank you. Good to hear. And my brother, Klaus, how are you doing, sir? Better than Ira Glass. And Mr. Spriggs, who are you better than? Klaus. All right. Wow. Awesome. Woo-woo. Woo-woo. All right. So this is like the first... Um, episode that we record since the season and that i mean you know whatever i know that the season's still going on and there's like the tour of south korea and the tour of timbuktu but um so i don't know what we're gonna talk about i mean there is a couple of things that i thought about that we could talk about but i'm sure it's gonna end up being a little hodgepodge of things and of all sorts which is good i'm looking forward to that because those and always end up being the the funnest podcasts now, I wanted to start with two things. Uh, first thing is I wanted to remind everybody that I have another podcast called Zoom In Enhance. And you should check it out because it's awesome. And apparently, so Natalia says, I'm friendlier in that podcast. Is that what you said, Natalia? You're happier, very, I'm happier. yeah. Interesting. Because I'm way more bitter about that topic than I am about cycling well Oddly it doesn't enough. show i have to tell you that mm. all right well there you go so if for no other reason hearing this call crusher being positive there you go uh and then the other thing i wanted to remind everybody is that uh, uh there was two things and now i can't remember what the second one was uh, it'll come to me anyway um yeah i i was i was just telling uh mike that i went to see dr strange today have any of you guys seen that nope but i really I've wanted listened, to i've listened to my uh, cruise dr feelgood no it's not the same thing this is produced dr. by strange. Bob rock and mike you haven't seen dr strange not yet but i will yeah i think that you should check it out it's not as good as i thought it was gonna be i don't like magic in comic books i know that i'm stepping over on my other podcast but <laughs> i don't like magic in comic books i've never liked i mean except for dr fate obviously because he's awesome but um uh, and now i forgot why i brought up dr strange i don't know i just want to watch it because of benedict cumberbatch that's all do you know that there's two guys named benedict in the movie mm. benedict the cumberbatch and then the, uh that benedict wang plays a guy named wang it's really huh. funny um, yeah, maybe that's why I brought it up. I don't know. Oh, you know what? Uh, oh, shoot. I shouldn't say spoilers, but, um, yeah, no, I really shouldn't say spoilers. Okay. I can tell you this. I can tell you the one thing I can tell you is the funniest part of the movie was in the trailer. And that is the worst thing ever. And I have heard a bunch of uh, people talk about that before, like movie people like directors and stuff and kevin smith has said that before too that as a director of a producer you make the movie and then a marketing company that has nothing to do with the movie makes the trailers so you can't tell them like please don't use this joke because it's the funniest part of the movie and you're gonna spoil it for everybody so it's a real bummer the funniest part of the movie was in the trailer nah, whatever anyway that's it that's all i have to say for the rest of the episode and we're like four minutes in Sorry, guys. I'm done. Uh, it's actually 3.30. We're in 3.30. Uh, sorry. I like 30. that uh, this is the best sounding podcast, or I think is, I believe it will be, and we have absolutely <laughs> no content. 
It's like watching oh, a blank screen, do, but it's on HD. Well, I do. Well, no, I no, no. I mean, we, we have, no, we have, we have some stuff. No, and and listen. Actually, now I remember the other thing that we were, that I was going to say. We have talked about this before, and um, about the, the what we were just talking about the Patreon um, situation and how um, the podcast, you know, obviously costs us money and time. And as you'll be re- reminded time and again by Hollywood, time is money. And so, it, it, you know, it always takes no. money and, and we make no money and whatever. So one of the ideas that um, is being kicked around a little bit if in my head, if nowhere else, um, has been the idea of having a Patreon page and then seeing if we can actually get some money that way instead of going out and getting sponsors and then, you know, like bugging you guys with like a 30 second ridiculous thing about this or that do that. It would be merely to cover the cost of the services necessary to record this way so that we sound better. Not even. Yeah. And I mean, get extra fries. Yeah, no, no, no. And to cover the, um, like hosting of all this stuff. I mean, it's, there's, it's not like, listen, I'm, I'm not going broke, but I'm definitely not making any money. So um, I don't know. Maybe we can take it to the next level if we if we have or something like that. Someone wants to sponsor it. Come on, man. Or if somebody wants to sponsor, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, we've had sponsors in the, in, in the past and stuff. Uh, but yeah, if if just you know, let us know. Man, we're off to through. a good start in this podcast. Like no yeah, content, well, <laughs> a movie, and asking for money. <laughs> Hey, we're bad. like, yeah, I know, I know, bad, bad. Let's see how many no, okay, people so, stay with us until uh, the end. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, listen, this, this is about to get good, though. Um, Klaus, you were talking about that cyclocross thing, because I really, I definitely want to want to talk about that. Yeah, so, just a couple of things that I thought we could talk about. First of all, there's a couple of people that I wanted to ask you guys if what you thought about how their seasons went. There's also a new kits that we can talk about but also yeah there was an article in um velo news gotta give him credit because i thought it was it was an interesting one about how trek is showing uh some cyclocross seasons for free on their site you just have to register and then you get it for free and they're trying to explain sort of why these races in particular are not um shown in the united states and i'm just going to read straight from the article because i thought this was particularly interesting it says American bike racing fans have long been fed excuses about broadcast rights. The UCI's frequent streams are almost always blocked on American soil because NBC or some other major network owns the rights but chooses not to exercise them. Often this is because the rights came via a package deal. NBC wants the World or Perry roubaix or some other major event and gets a bunch of smaller events thrown in. They have no interest in using those rights, and as such, small races are unlikely to generate... Sorry. Uh, as such, small races are unlikely to generate much revenue, which makes total sense. But honestly, I didn't know that races, even cyclocross races or things like that, could be uh, locked into these package deals. And as a result, even if the – I never understood why it was really that like UCI feeds of some like cyclocross races or whatever were locked to the U.S. Yeah, and I guess I mean, Trek invested some money – and is showing them for free. So actually, Trek is then has the rights to do it, and NBC is not blocking them. Yeah, they basically found the races that were not part of those package deals and just said, all right, we'll take those. I, I think you, I those you. may be tied to Sporza. I don't know. Some of them. It's some, mm. some weird thing, because the ones that I've seen... Like Cycling TV, they have also rights to show cyclocross. So it's interesting because those seem to overlap with the ones that Trek is showing. And Trek is made, it just made the link available for both US and Canada. So I don't know how that works. I don't know. It's well, like yeah. the, the deal was through a company called Golasso, which I think is really funny. Um, <laughs> And I guess they were the ones that held the rights to it or whatever. But if nothing else, it's interesting. And I think, again, it's all about numbers. I wonder, you know, if they can, you know, put a value on the goodwill that people have for Trek as a company or whatever, which they can always use. 
But I wonder how much it is. I would love to know the numbers because it might be laughably small. And it would be cool if, you know, just more stuff like this happens. That's pretty awesome. It would be great if it happened with some smaller road races that we don't really think about because we've never seen them. And we don't know if they're maybe awesome. We don't know because we don't even see them. Yeah. So, um, like I've said a million times in the podcast, I used to be very involved in professional sports in a past life. And a lot of what I did was, you know, broadcasting and stuff, mostly of soccer, but some hockey and basketball as well, uh, here in the, here in the U S and, um, so it's a story and it's funny because it actually NBC is at the center of it as well. So this is a, uh, you know, a while ago when um, major league soccer, um, this is, you know, years, years ago, uh, was, was first starting, they, not first starting, but this is like infancy still. The, the, they started with a TV deal with ABC, which owns ESPN. So it was ABC, ESPN um, deal. And the, the, the contract came to an end. So they were, they were going to be renewed. And NBC, um, so, I mean, it, it was, I'm sorry, the... Um, What do you call this thing? The what I just said. Jesus Christ! I can't concentrate today. Uh, the so contract was oh. was coming to an end, and right around that time is when FIFA put out the, to get bids for TV rights for the World Cup in two thousand two or two thousand six. I can't remember. Maybe two thousand six in Germany. NBC won the bid to for the TV rights for the World Cup. ABC and ESPN were obviously not very happy. And Major League Soccer, because they have a lot of connections with FIFA, of course, went up to ABC and told them, all right, dude, here's the deal. We can go to Switzerland and stand in front of FIFA and tell them that we believe that you should... ABC should have the rights to the World Cup. But in exchange, what we want is a deal for ABC and ESPN to renew our deal, basically, under this and this and this. We, we want games broadcasts every Saturday night, every Thursday night. We want a recap show. We want Sports Center to show soccer, this whole thing. ABC and ESPN had to say yes because it was either that or they, couldn't, they wouldn't get the... the the rights to the World Cup. Now, this is the part where it becomes interesting. Um, the MLS people went over there and they needed ammo, obviously, to convince FIFA that it was ABC. It was in it was in the interest, the best interest of soccer in general, to have ABC and not NBC broadcast the thing. NBC had had the rights to show the Olympics. They still do for years and years and years and years. And for the last like five or six Olympics, they had never shown a single soccer game live. Not one. They also owned the rights to a whole bunch of international matches, friendly matches, these packages, the same thing. So they owned the rights to a shitload of soccer content that they just never broadcast because the production value is bigger than what you think. When you purchase, let's say we're talking about whatever race, um, cyclocross race, Sportsa owns the, the rights, let's say, or somebody else owns the rights, Sportsa buys them, Sportsa produces it, right? And then puts it out there for somebody to buy. So NBC owns the rights of, to that race here in the United States. NBC can buy the, the, basically the prepackaged production that Sportsa puts out and then hire a couple of dudes and boom, you have a, but hiring the guys costs money and buying the, the already produced um, race costs money. The only other thing that NBC could do is just broadcast the un, like unproduced, the live raw feed, which is ambient noise, no graphics, no pregame, no postgame or whatever. Other helicopter sounds? Yeah, exactly. Which is just <laughs> for a cyclocross. 
race. They just park a helicopter there. Perfect. The helicopter doesn't even take off. It's just right there. Um, So that's, I mean, that's where the cost comes from is that somebody has to produce that, uh, you know, and do the graphics and do the, you know, so the nice swipes and replays and all that stuff. Otherwise, is you're basically just getting a feed from like, you know, somebody on what's the name of that Snapchat or whatever, like Facebook Live or something. It's just like it's just a static camera. So NBC was basically cock blocking all this soccer from being shown. And when FIFA found out about that, they were like, wait, what? There's all these people in America. One of the, the markets that we need to get into, that we need soccer to be like big in. And these people own the rights to this and they don't show them. ABC was like, no, they don't. So FIFA was like, all right, ABC and ESPN, you guys get the rights to the World Cup for the next whatever, five, ten World Cups or whatever. And NBC was basically kind of kicked out of the of the thing ever. You know, obviously, since soccer has become much bigger in the United States and NBC shows a lot of soccer. But it's it's one of those things where people own the rights to certain things. And they don't broadcast and people are like, hey, you have it already. Why don't you just put it on? We've talked about this a million times with women's cycling. Producing that stuff costs money. Maybe not a lot of money, but enough money that it's not going to be worth it. Because let's be honest, if nobody's going to watch cycling, less people are going to watch women's cycling. Even less people are going to watch cyclocross. But I think the feed, under- sorry, the feed that they put up in Trek is like that. It doesn't have in a production or anything. So oh, you really? just hear... Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have anything like straight from the ground, I think. You can actually people cheering up and the cyclists, when they get close to them, you can hear them breathing. It's pretty fun, actually. For the first (laughs) race, which was on a Tuesday, they had 10,000 people watching. Um, Yeah, I mean, exactly. 10,000 people watching. I I follow a guy on YouTube. I follow a guy on YouTube that talks about comic books and he has 25,000. Yeah, but this is a live event. It's, believe me, it's that's, big for cycling. It's ironic that we're talking about producing something that nobody watches, given that we were just talking about how we need money to keep producing this thing. <laughs> yeah, there's nobody a thing here. <laughs> I can tell you this, man. We actually were if if that race got that much, we're not too far away from that. I know, I know that it's not live. <laughs> for cycling. I know that it's man. not live. <laughs> But, no, but I, I, mean, I think the this. same could be said for, you know, for uh, for road cycling. And I think for a lot of races, you know, things that aren't the, the Tour de France that we've been through this a million times of how probably infomercials can beat cycling on, on most days. But I think there's a pattern here, which is that, you know, since I think, what is it, 2014, ESPN has lost uh, 10 million subscribers. Uh, you know, there's a whole like cord cutting thing and i'm sure other channels are feeling it too but for some reason the numbers for espn are always reported because they're just gigantic and the only thing that's gonna save live television people believe is like things like the nfl and of course the viewership is dropping off there too but with cycling you already have at least in the united states or north america an audience that's accustomed to things not being on tv and you kind of prefer them not being on tv and there isn't the kind of communal thing, well, you need it to be on the big screen because you're going to go to the bar. Like very seldom will, do people do that or live in places where they can do that. So I think if that's the way things are going, cycling is already kind of prepped for it. And it's an yeah, ideal definitely. sport for a smaller viewership thing. Like, of course, NBC doesn't want to show some of these cyclocross races. It's not, it's not good for TV. It's perfect as a niche uh, sport for something like what might be happening anyway. And Trek, I think, is is proving that that's maybe the way things are going to you know, go. It's, it's totally interesting, too, that basically cycling is already in the future, but not because it's <laughs> it wanted to get there. It's actually already in the future, simply because... Oh, well, a cyclocross race is starting. <laughs> it's not me. That wasn't me. <laughs> the helicopter? I'm, incre- uh, no. I'm increasing the production value of this show. I have to say that the the service. I have the rights for the sound effects, Mike. Sorry. (laughs) But you chose not to exercise them. The service software thing that we're using to record this, I have to say, gives you a uh, a visual readout of who has spoken the most. 
Yeah, and I think done. we have to, Please since we own the rights to Mike, we should exercise the right to have him talk. Can I have him talk once in a while? Yeah, if you guys look <laughs> at your name, it'll show you yeah. a waveform of who has talked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's have, what that is. Oh, okay. Holy guacamole, look at me. Jesus Christ. Well, no, listen, though. I was saying, and then I'll shut up for a while. No, I won't. But um, I forgot what we were saying. We're talking about helicopters. Can we say that no, we're bigger we than cyclocross? Sorry, I just I can't get over I that. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're, well, yeah, we're bigger than cyclocross. But I mean, shit, who isn't? My new podcast is bigger than cyclocross. Speaking of cyclocross, um, cyclocross made dead spin today. Which is which is never a good sign when cycling. What? Really? What, 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 what so it was, you know, it was a cra- it was a crash. Somebody crashed. Somebody face planted oh. over a barrier, and um, do they call it mountain biking? No, but the at the end of the article, so it's um, who wrote it? It's um, Patrick Redford, who co- I think he covers cycling for Deadspin because it's usually his byline oh, when, it's, okay. when it's cycling. He called cyclocross the Mario Kart of cycling. Yes, it's not far off. <laughs> I want to look at this face plant. Oh, that, okay. that it's a really good face plant. <laughs> the thing that no, sucks listen, about it when mainstream when there's mainstream coverage is that the look at the title of the article, Doofus Cyclist Eats It. Like what? I know. Even even for <laughs> Deadspin, that one's a bit much. I have to yeah. say it's kind of uh it's uh, in skateboarding terms, it's kind of a manual into a face plant. <laughs> kind of right i think that's uh, called also on vine oh. which i thought was out of business yeah i thought vine ended like last week did they know this was mm. going to happen and they did a, a cgi version of it ahead of time and put it out this, the drop, oh, this is their way this is their 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 way of like dropping the mic this is their no listen yeah. i forgot I, I remember now what i was going to say when we were talking about viewership and, and cycling being in the avant-garde not because they wanted to but just because it's such a niche thing that we've been watching cycling online forever but um we were in shopping during the steelers game this weekend and um and there was a bunch of people following it on their phones i was following it just on the on the app where it just tells you what's going on but there was a bunch of people watching the game um on the phone. So I don't know if you guys saw the kicker for the Steelers try to do a Rabona and totally ate it. Speaking of eating it. Nope. You guys know about this. Oh, just do a search for Steelers kicker. And for people that don't know what a Rabona is, I mean, everybody I'm sure in Europe knows, but in the United States, it's a soccer move where you go to kick the ball, right? And you plant the foot that you're not going to kick with right in front of the ball. You, the, your right foot, if you're going to kick with your right foot, goes behind the your your left leg, and you kick the ball like a, almost like a scissor. Look it up. Why would you do this? Part, particularly great for penalty kicks. You fake to the left, kick to the it's, right. Yeah, it's, there's there's all kinds of reasons to do it. I mean, why mostly, would you do this in an American football game? Onside kick. Be, nobody uh, no? understands why he did it. I yeah, know. I mean that's what he was going for. But oh, he yeah. totally and didn't do it, and he was fucking hilarious. He should be on Deadspin. But anyway, Doofus Steelers kicker. <laughs> Doofus kicker eats it. <laughs> he looked like such a douche. Plus, I mean, you know, it's everybody watching Doofus American football, football player knows. kicks it wrong. Yeah, that, nobody a headline you will never see. Nobody knows what he's trying to do. My nephew sent me a text, and the text was something like, "Are you watching WTF?" And then I was like, wait, my nephew says WTF. <laughs> I wonder if he knows what that means. He's like 11. Should it's a saying? spectacular video. There's good ones that sometimes pop up online of soccer players doing it. And yeah, basically you fake when one direction go to the next, which would work in a non Yeah, I mean, but you'll see it's, 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 it's a really complicated move to make. But there's actually a, a YouTube video when you search Rabona, R-A-B-O-N-A. Um, there's a, uh, the top 10 uh, Rabona goals of all time or something. And they're spectacular. I mean, when you get it, it's an amazing move. But on a National Football League game, <laughs> that your team is already losing against their arch nemesis rivals. Like, what the fuck are you thinking, dude? <sighs> Can we say we are bigger than that guy? Um, yes. We definitely are. <laughs> what a douche. And now I can't remember uh, which one it was out of the two kickers. 
So you were talking um, about football because you were watching it. People were watching it on their phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, it, yeah, I, I think that you're right. I think that cycling is, is, is perfect for that. Like I said, number one, we've been doing it already. We've been watching shit online forever. I think that everybody that follows cycling is very savvy as to what websites to go to, what websites not to go to, you know, that whole thing. So um, if, if they say now, okay, we're going legit with cycling in the United States, but it's not going to be on actual TV, it's all going to be online, everybody's going to be like, all right, that's what we've been doing anyway. So. Not only that, but I think right. the uh, that it doesn't have to be a TV network. No, no, I, exactly. I mean, it, it could be Trek, it could be, be Bugle Boy Jeans. I don't care. It could, could be Steve Middle Cycling presents TV. the whole. It, it could be probably Trump TV. Trump TV. Yeah, actually, I would like to remind everybody that is listening to this. This is coming out on Tuesday, so go and vote. No, don't vote. I, voting is stupid. And all those like, voting is the most important thing you can do. Ah, it's retard. Who gives a crap? It's all the Wait, same. you started and out by say, telling people to vote, and then halfway into your voting thing, you decided to tell people yeah. not to vote? No, I didn't decide. I started as a, I was kind of making fun turn. of the whole thing. No, I was making wow. fun of it. Like, everybody's like, vote, blah, blah, blah. Obama, like, hey, you should vote. Even my name is not on the ticket. Huh, who cares? <laughs> Look at Brexit. Can you give an email address so that people can send complaint emails? Why complaint emails? Listen, whatever. Every single person that likes cycling in the United States, there's so few of us that our vote doesn't matter. If you like cycling, you might as well not vote. What if you live in a swing state? It doesn't matter, Mike. <laughs> swing states are, are they're just, that, they don't really exist. What it's just a myth. It's a myth, but by the media, propagated by the media. The liberal media wants you to think that there's such a thing. There mm-hmm. is <laughs> the lamestream media. <laughs> I can't even. Say I that. think it's just just funny how this time the Democrats are thinking Armageddon is coming if Trump wins, and when Obama won, the Republicans were thinking that we're Armageddon thinking. was coming yeah. if Obama won the election. So it's kind of funny to see the switch of the sides. Listen Whatever happens I, I, um, on Tuesday. Is going to be there is going to be a lot of angry people, Listen, yeah. a lot of angry people. Meanwhile, no matter what. Armageddon, Armageddon, the movie it opened in 1998. I thought we all agreed on that. Okay, I'm gonna tell you something though. Like it's like when Peter Sagan won the the, the world championships. There's gonna be a lot of people that are angry. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of people meaning you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm in my 40s now. I'm in my 40s, and I've never voted. Not a single time. I'm, I, I could yeah, potentially vote in three. Yeah, but I could potentially vote in three different countries, and I've never voted. And what? what? The you world is just fine. That's no, I could can you vote in? No. Well, I could vote in Colombia. Yes. I could vote in Germany, yes. and I could vote in the United States. All I have to do is just become a citizen, which is okay, I've been living here. Only, now. The only tiny American. little thing that you need to do. How are you not a citizen of any country? How does that work? No, no, no. I'm a citizen. Listen, it, point being, I've never voted, and I'm still here. Guess guess what I did this morning? Not I had for some long, cereal. Not for long. I had yeah. cereal. That's what I did. I had cereal for, for breakfast, Mike and I'm still right here, and I've never that. voted. I think <laughs> – this podcast is going to be Mike's <laughs> Mike alone pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be a Give me the password yeah. to, to log into this uh, to our new production facility. Mike is going to keep all the tens of dollars in sponsorship money. <laughs> this is his plan all along. Uh, By the way, do you guys remember that the movie Armageddon means that some dudes have to go into an asteroid thing? Yeah. Drill it mm-hmm. and detonate it with a with a bomb. With a nuclear, yeah, Klaus. Please, it's not just some people. It's Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis. Hello, that's the, that's the that movie is in the Criterion it Collection. It is. It's not wow. a joke. Yeah, no, that, that movie is not a joke. <laughs> I think it's a documentary. It's a documentary. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just think wow. about movies like that, how they were pitched, and how people in the room were like, "Yep, that sounds like a go." Hey, Klaus, speaking of movies, since we're not really talking about cycling at all, um, why don't you tell Mike and Natalia who you met and you have a, like a selfie with? And when you told me, my mind exploded. Yeah, listen, I, I, 
it's not cycling related. It's not, but it, that's the thing is that I think it, it it has to do no, it has to do with cycling because I think talk about niche things that excite you know get you excited and pumped up, but the rest of the world just looks on like huh? right, kind of like when you're someone in your family at Thanksgiving goes Klaus is into biking and you just go yeah it's, I, no, <laughs> yeah, sure. it's okay like, I don't <laughs> like I can't even explain it because you're just it's it's like Armageddon like you people are just gonna <laughs> laugh at it <laughs> and then they go up a mountain and they set and they set it off they set it off set it off with a wait oh. say what Klaus what Klaus we're losing yes. you could oh, you say I, that again got a little choppy there oh really oh, oh, and I just said that explaining cycling is like uh, explaining the ta- the movie Armageddon. Like people will just laugh at it, but no, I, uh, listen, and I say this, keep in mind, guys, Mike lives in New York city. He lives by superstars that are just some among some of the most famous people in the world, like Philip class. Yes. <laughs> Natalia lives I close wonder. to where Carl Sagan used to live. <laughs> yes. My brother has been yes. surrounded by stars of all kinds of sports, of all kinds. Of all yeah. kinds. Yeah. I know but guys. Yeah. I met <laughs> the guy that played Ozone in Breakdancing 2 and Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. How did you even, how did you, how did that happen? Plus, went to a convention. <laughs> That's his name, right? Shabadoo. I met Shabadoo. I met him. I got my picture taken. That's so awesome, man. Was he a nice dude? Was he a nice dude? He was superbly nice. And when he shook my hand, I pretended like he gave me electricity, and I was like, and it went from one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I really, I really didn't do that. That would be like the worst thing. Uh, well, but I guess my point. Re- I'm sorry. Do you regret not doing the electric shock or whatever it was? Come on, Klaus, no. confess. No, You're I'm regretting. sure people do that to him all the time. He's just like, oh, I want to dig a hole and get in it head first. No, I, I just think first of all, I was thoroughly, thoroughly excited. But my point is. One of my Who heroes. In my man. life, like I told Beth, and she was like, That's my wife. And she's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's that's the story of my life. Everything I care about, like 99% of the world doesn't care about, which is totally fine. Yeah. I, I understand. But, but I can tell you this, though. If your wife comes up to you and goes, Hey, I met Captain Spaulding, you'd be like, Yeah, who's that? She'd be like, The guy, this guy from Spaulding movie. Rackets? No, it's the guy from a horror movie, and she'd be all excited about it, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't know who that is. Oh, yeah, no, 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 but I think that's cycling right there. Cycling is Shabadoo. Shabadoo. No, his name is Adolfo Quinones. You know what really upsets me? He had a shirt that said Shabadoo, Shabadoo, I am (laughs) (laughs) hip-hop. Well, you said that he was in Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. He's actually in Breaking, the first one as well, but, but, um... Michael Chambers, Boogaloo Shrimp, a.k.a. Turbo, he was, he's the man that I would like to know, to meet. But anyway, listen, Adolfo Quinones is his real name. And you met him, and how did you meet him? He was just chilling by a bathroom. And I just walked by, <laughs> I was going into the bathroom, and I'm like, holy Christ, Ozone from Break-In 2 Electric Boogaloo is just there. <laughs> Do you really recognize him? I wow. absolutely did, and I went into was the bathroom. Was he wearing his little hat? Was, and like, no, no, he looks, one he looks more up to date for sure. And I was just like going to the bathroom, and I was like, I should, I should go out and say hello to Shabadoo. Like, I should really <laughs> take, you know, take this time because he's just standing by the bathroom by the water fountain. <laughs> oh my god, what? I'm looking him up to see why was if, that sounds suspicious. Why was what was going on there? It was just he a was normal also, bathroom. Dude, he was also in Lambada, Set the Night on Fire. Lambada, which what? was the song that uh, Natalia played for us not too long ago when we were over yeah. there on the blog. But yeah, so I'm a lot of 
he was in Married with Children in 1990 and Miami Vice in 1985. What? There you go. He was in Kids Incorporated, dude. Kids Incorporated. Kids. So you see, we have absolutely no content today because we're now down to me beating Shabadoo. Now, let's go back to cycling. Um, Natalia said that she had some questions. Yeah, I have some questions. And this kind of ties to what we were talking about, entertainment in general. So okay, go. did you guys watch the Saitama Criterium? Saitama? No, I Okay. No, no I, I just have... Shabadoo. <laughs> Dan, I'm surpri- Dan, I'm surprised you didn't watch that because you like wrestling so much. jerseys? Yeah, right? Yes. It, yeah. No, I love wrestling and I love Japan and Saitama is actually a really cool place and it would have been, yeah, I should have been watching. I just, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. I think I was probably, I don't know. Okay. So I have, I have questions because for me, this was my first exhibition race. So it was interesting because I was, while I was watching it. I was thinking, say that this is my first contact with cycling. For some reason, I stumble upon this race and then I'm watching it. And uh, the thing is supposed to be fixed before they do it. But if you watch it as a like innocent bystander, I had like some questions. So do, do they have a script per lap? Like somebody writes what they are supposed to do every lap? Do you know? So... I talked about this. I don't know how that one in particular works, but you know, I did the interview yeah. with a guy that owned the ones in um, two of the ones Roger. or one or two or whatever in uh, in Europe in Belgium or was his in Hall in uh, the Netherlands. I'm not sure, but he just had a one two three, yeah. and however it happened, it just kind of worked out. I mean, a break was going to go. Uh, it was normally kind of be kind of a sprint or whatever. However, they did it. It was fine, but it was up to them. And I doubt that lap by lap, there's a there's a. Sprint. Oh man, really there is it. a First lot of opportunities. Can you imagine if together. we can if we can write a script for the race? That'd be awesome. Like if you put somebody like George Arch R Martin, and then every lap you you just make one of the crowd's favorite just crash. If every, um, something if like that. Was, <laughs> if anyone was going to do it lap by lap, it would be the Japanese. <laughs> Yes, yes. No, you know what I would do. And then you get to see all the fans standing by and they look passionate. They cheer for everybody. They are into it. And I'm thinking there's like, why are you so excited? The winner is already set in stones. Like, why do we get excited about it? And then I was thinking, are you getting paid? Are you getting paid? Too? Like the bystanders are like professional actors or something, like extras? No, listen. They're like cheering for people? It's funny. Japanese people are super hyper into whatever they're into. I mean, to the it's incredible. Anything that you can think of, cycling, soccer, fashion, whatever it is, they're so into it. It's scary, scary. People think like, oh, soccer in Europe is huge. Soccer in South America is huge. Do a search for on YouTube for Urawa Reds fans, and you will see a stadium of 95,000 people singing before half an hour before the game even starts. And it's not even like an important game. It's just a regular season game. People in Japan are so into whatever it may be. It's awesome. It's one of the reasons that I love that place. But, but it is weird yeah, that it's... Uh, cycling that is huge there. Races in existence cycling. Like, does that exist in any other sport? Yeah. They, they're they not as... I, I, I've thought about this before. In soccer, when, um, like, a guy retires, then he has his, like, farewell game or whatever. And it's like, like, I don't know, Maradona and friends versus the European superstars or whatever. And Maradona scores 10 goals. And then halfway through he switches jerseys and then, you know, they have those, They're, they don't happen very often, but that it's not a yearly thing. More of a joke. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, exhibition games in soccer is pretty much the same thing. Okay. So here's yeah, a question you know, for you guys. Saw, dude, it's getting a fist fight in an exhibition game. Like they were punching in the faces. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what I would write in the script for my race. That's what I would do. <laughs> that be so yeah, cool. You know what else I would do? You know what else I would do? I would put women and men in the same race. I was I thinking exactly that. Amen. If I had the chance to do awesome. an exhibition race, that's what I would do. I that's would have genius. like, yeah. Men, yeah. women, and yes. midgets. Children. <laughs> or children, whatever, little people. 
Okay, so here's my question for you. How can you tell when a bike race is for real or not? When somebody punches somebody They're not somebody wearing else. Tour de France jerseys when it's not the Tour de France or July? If there's a if there's a parrot following one of the riders, it's not a real. No, you have, <laughs> you'd have to define uh, you have to define real though. Like, what is a race real if three guys up exactly. front are making monetary deals? Exactly. Like, is that real? Oh, you're right. There you, you go, Mike. Yeah, cycling is not very real. Cyclocross, on the <laughs> other hand, is very real. Yes, the Mario Kart of realness. I think a, a race. Uh, I mean, in terms of uh, race fixing or whatever, I think a bunch sprint is kind of bound to be kind of real. Unless I guess someone could just yeah. like, lay off and try well, not to I win. Certainly dangerous. <laughs> but yeah, thing, even though, if you're trying sprint, not to win, you could still like go into yeah. the barriers. Someone yeah, no, a, a sprint off. is definitely real, but the 196 kilometers that happened before aren't. It's a fixed thing. Oh, there goes a break, and then we know we're going to give him this much, and then we eventually we're going to, you know, get him back here. I mean, it's it's real because it's still a competition, and things could potentially go off script. But there's definitely scripts to and race. This is level. why explaining this is like explaining the plot to Armageddon. People are going <laughs> to no, the plot to Armageddon is easy. The plot to Armageddon is easy. Cycling easy. is hard. This one's complicated, but just as well, people will just laugh at you, and they go, and then they're going to oh, yeah. drill into You're it. Laughing yeah. about it. Yeah. Who who greenlit the sport? Yeah, like this. <laughs> come on. Who said let's like get a, a bunch of guys? Movie. The forty Ooh, minutes. That's a very Ooh. calming sound. I feel like I'm in a spa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had one thing to bring up. I don't know if you guys are following. Are you guys following? Speaking of pro wrestling, the um, <laughs> the uh, the Tinkoff versus Bjarna Reese grudge match yeah. that's going on. yeah i've seen no, not no. not very deep oh. not very in detail but i've seen now that now oleg is kind of lashing yeah think about this though oleg think of beyond reese hillary clinton donald trump <laughs> that's the first thing i thought about yeah that's a good one yeah somebody who actually has some respect in the world of politics cycling like beyond reese but who's you know it's a little tainted it's and not everybody's yeah. happy with it and a then a crazy rich well all right tainted you know and and then a crazy rich dumbass clown saying dumb shit randomly that is kind of like a newbie to cycling and a newbie to politics that's what i thought that's all i have to say about that although yeah. oleg his old team was around for a long time just ask tyler Hamlin. yeah you're right but- so what's the beef between the two of them well, they hate each other. Well, yeah, but I mean, what, what's going on? I think he was know. triggered because Reese is coming back with a continental team, and he's also yeah. having a women's team too. Yeah. So he mm. announced that he was coming back, and I think uh, Oleg well, just of, yeah, was like, Reese should be banned. She wanted banned. to have the last word, and then and then Reese replied, "Oh, well, you're just jealous because everyone hated you <laughs> when you when you took yeah, over the team, he, and they liked yeah, me." He said, he was jealous because he said Tinkoff was jealous because everybody in the team respected me and nobody liked him. <laughs> I don't What's know, man. What's happening I think that with uh, Tinkoff's license? I guess no one's buying it. It's just going right. down the drain. Yeah, which might, I mean, just who cares? That's probably better. There's there's other teams that I'm sure are going to be able to take over with that and it should be okay. Just somebody else buying the license. But, um, yeah, it's 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 funny. I, I've thought about this too. Like, who would I rather have dinner with, Bjorn Rees or Oleg Tinkov? And I think that it's although Bjorn Rees the idea won a tour of hanging out with, well, yeah, I, uh, the idea of of hanging out with Oleg Tinkov sounds really good on the surface because you probably go to like the craziest strip club ever in Monaco and just, it would just be bananas. Yeah, and like just you know hang out with like Vladimir Putin and go hunting with them and like on a yacht. Hunting in the yacht, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it'd be super crazy. The idea, just beyond Reese, he's just soft-spoken and just so, I don't know. I would, all those documentaries, whenever I hear him speak, he seems so soft-spoken and nice and stuff. And yeah, I mean, just asking him about winning a tour de France would be pretty cool. So I think I'll, I'll pick Bjorn Reese. He looks like Reese. a lollipop. In person, he's a lot thinner than he looks to me on TV and pictures, and his head is a big, gigantic circle, like how a toddler would draw his parents. 
it's bizarre. Like if the wind blows, he might just like fly away from that big old circular. Now, you, now you sound like Oleg Tinkoff. I'm <laughs> <laughs> on his payroll. So anybody here would any of you three rather would pick Tinkoff over Bjorn Reese? I know that Mike would probably pick like right. You would go with Tinkoff because I go like, with Tinkoff if I like got to fly in a helicopter. You're, you're, you're you like partying. Oh, you're so predictable, Mike. No, you know what? I agree with you because I think it'd be fun to hang out with Tinkoff for about 15 minutes and then you'd be like, get me away from this guy. I'll say this. You would end up with a better story. And I don't want to overgeneralize because God knows I would hate for that to happen with me as a Colombian citizen. But I will say this. The people in the bike industry I have met who have told me stories of things that happened to them in Russia within the bike industry, mind you. Those stories are some of the craziest things I have ever heard in my life. <laughs> and I was raised in Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> so to get a little piece of that with Tinkoff, you would definitely end up with a better story. Like at the end of the day, I would call Mike and I'd go, Mike, how'd it go? And he's like, do you have four hours? How about, cause how was yours? And I was like, uh, we got chicken nuggets. <laughs> can you, can you visit me in the hospital? <laughs> Yes. Can you bring me some of the chicken nuggets to the hospital? Which hospital? I'm in Belarus. Okay, I'm on my way. Um, do you guys want to talk uh, cycling kits? Oh, yeah. Sure. We have about 15 minutes left. I think that should be enough time oh to uh, cover. How many uh, kits have been released that we know of? One of our, that's, it's one of our favorite things to do, by the way. I don't know if you guys knew that. I don't know. I don't know if you knew that this, but this is your favorite thing to do. Let me tell you what your favorite thing to do is. I'm looking at the Movistar kit. Can I just say one thing about the Movistar kit? That the M is a little bit too big. No, I like I like it. But I, oh, I can do. we can we do can somebody do a, an animated GIF of the Movistar kit over the years? Because eventually it's going to be just an abstract. <laughs> it's going to have nothing. Because <laughs> the M is going to grow so much. It's Keeps, be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> i like it actually i like it a lot it's um it doesn't change that much which i i'm a big fan of i don't like it when teams change their 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 kits too much um i do yeah, wish I mean, that if it weren't for cannondale that movistar would go with the green green with a blue logo as the base color or some oh, yeah, variation right. of course it probably wouldn't work with their corporate colors but I just think yeah. the green would be brighter, cooler, easier at the spot. But yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind it too much. Um, it's 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 on brand for them, which is good. The M is visible usually. It's just the 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 only issue is that it's blue, and there's so many other blue kits. But that's not their fault. Is Orica Bike Exchange kit out there yet, or? I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm. Can I ask you guys a question? Was, sorry, somebody was doing a zoom in the sleeve, and now with the new Movistar kit, they had the same uh, green like thing on the sleeves. They were the saying, sleeve, oh boy, yeah. now it's like looking a lot more like the one. Even more. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, the new dark blue one. Yeah, I was going to joke that the Orica designer hands in the kit and it's just got a green M on the front. And the guy's like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> Kidding? Can I ask you guys a question relating to Movistar, not kit related, but say you're the person at Movistar, the sponsoring company, and you hold a checkbook and maybe you get to review riders or you get to evaluate who did well, who didn't. What do you make of Carlos Betancourt's season this year? Not well, Car- Considering you didn't <laughs> sign the Carlos Betancourt that won Perry Nice. But you got, no, the, I think it's, you know, the Carlos Betancourt that was up in the front yard on like cinder blocks. Are I you happy? Do you think he's getting better? Yes. Do you think this is going anywhere? He even got a win. Absolutely. I'd say it's going well. He a couple he's of doing super well. Yeah, no, he's, 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 he's good. And he has a kid. I don't know if you know he has a kid in case you don't follow him on Instagram and see 97 photos of his kid every day. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I would be pleased. I'm sure they got him at a bargain price. So, yeah, I would be pleased. But he didn't finish a lot of races. He re- he was out of the Giro. He didn't race like for like said, dude, He was he was cinder blocks. So, it's not <laughs> he, he was not at his prime at all. They just 
What do you guys think? Basically, they, they would I'm say whatever we get out of this guy. I'm whatever currently working in Photoshop with a picture of cinder blocks. <laughs> no, Natalia, Mike, what do you guys, are you, if you're I a think, movie star um, person? I think we need to keep the Betancourt watch hashtag alive. So just for that, I will sign him. That's it. I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised. I kind of agree with Dan. Like you kind of, you, the guys, he's damaged goods, right? So anything you get out of him is good. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, his knee herpes cleared up real nice too. Cause I will say this, if his season next year doesn't improve from what, over what he did this year, Right. He's going to be racing for Arroz Sonora in Colombia. <laughs> like, for sure. Is that really a team? Yeah. That's that really Serpa, Serpa is racing there, yeah. Oh, yeah. I follow Serpa on Instagram, but I never That's pay Victor attention Lugo to what team. he's wearing. Oh. So you're saying they're really clean. <laughs> Make of that what you will. I'm just saying, if he... If he doesn't improve, like the waters of the Bogota River, man. That's how clean he is. Yeah. Oh man, that river. Mike, stinks. the Bogota River is toxic just to look at. <laughs> just so you know. Oof. Yes. So my wife loves waterfalls, and the Bogota River has this crazy waterfall, like just insane. Like if you look at a photo of it, you're like, "Holy shit, that's amazing!" It's so toxic. So it flows river. in reverse. It actually goes up. No. This, <laughs> It smells so bad, so bad. Oh. It's nauseating. It's 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 so sad. Very very sad. Ooh, fifty minutes. We have ten minutes to go. Um, that, what was that sound effect like? Enya or something? What was it? Natalia, what was Identified. that? Oh, come on. I couldn't hear. All I could hear was "Sail away, sail away, <laughs> no. sail away." Gregorian chants. No, it's not. Soundtrack to Armageddon. <laughs> I don't want to close my eyes. It's Doctor Who. It's Doctor Who. Oh. Okay, Doctor Who. <laughs> Who? Hey. <laughs> so sorry for that oh, oh, uh, transgression oh. to Movistar. I, I was oh, just wondering no, what listen, people you said. You said Doctor Who. You said Doctor Who. If, if, if you follow me on Instagram, even if you don't, you should check out not my regular Instagram, but my other Instagram, Skull Crusher 1138. Skull Crusher with a K. Because I was at a convention and uh, we were all like dressed up and stuff, whatever. And I just met a bunch of people and we started getting drunk. I have, you know, I didn't know what this was the uh, shot ski, where you like they put shots on a ski and you, everybody takes a shot at the same time. Apparently, Think everybody knows Mike about that. Right. I never yeah. heard about this, but. Dude, I, I did a shot ski with Lady Death, Daredevil, and Doctor Who, and huh? Red Lantern. I was Red Lantern. <laughs> it was awesome. Okay, Klaus. Oh, we go back to kids. Sorry. Oh, no. I, I, I You know, one thing, uh, now we're getting really, really sidetracked. I heard about this recently that in uh, comic book convention things, because oh so many of the men are so much taller than the women who are dressed in scantily clad uh, outfits. The girls' uh, shoulders are bare, and when the men hug them to get pictures taken with them, their stinky armpits go on the women, so the women have to purell their shoulders. Come on. You. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Klaus, I've been into this like, comic book convention thing for a long, 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 long time. I have never heard that before, but it's hilarious. <laughs> I, yeah, I've heard a couple of comments about that. Also, when you go out drinking, sure, so. think off, you have to do that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the Sky Jersey, the Sky Kid is the other one that came out. It's a big deal. Rafa is done with for Team Sky, obviously. And they are at Castelli now. And they come up with this jersey. And I kind of like it. And I know everybody's saying Frogger. I know Natalia said Frogger. <laughs> I saw Frogger, absolutely no doubt. I saw Frogger and my TV back in the day in Colombia. When you were in between channels, it would give me those little lines like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't mind it. I think it's nice. I, I Again, it's on brand. And uh, oh, Frogger. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't mind it, honestly. I'll just I thought that. they would have gone completely in the opposite direction and They're put logos all over it. 
<laughs> but they don't have that many sponsors. Now. Just a million sky logos. Just a bunch of Ooh, sky like a logos. pattern of it, like Magic Eye. There's enough logos. There's, there's <laughs> Ford logos. What is? What so are there other sponsors? Box. Yeah, twenty six. Ford. She's hilarious. There's all God. kinds of nutrition sponsors. There's there's trainers. There's um yeah. It's funny things. because. 20th Century Fox or 21st Century Fox now, they owned, they own like everything. They own well, Fox Murdoch, News. So they own Sky. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They could also own, they own Fox. It could be Fox Wait, News. Wait, that means, do, do they own, they own the Daily News, right? Uh, one of the, one the of the posts. Yeah, the anyone post. living and in the Wall York. Street Journal. Well, they own the Wall Street Journal too. Yeah. Wait, so it should I? That's what I think. It should have the New York Post logo. That would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Post logo. That would be amazing. Or that would like, be the you best jersey ever. There's been, you know, some jerseys have like the Twitter name for the writer or whatever. This should just have the best covers of the Post from the last thirty years. Yeah. No, but I was just gonna exactly. say. By the way. You know, living in New York City, you walk by the newsstand, you see the post cover every day. You don't have to buy it. But I would, I would, I would encourage every listener to bookmark. There's a there's a page that's just yes, the covers, yes. the front and the back, and and look at it every day because it is goddamn hilarious. Because the people that write for the post are absolute geniuses. Those people <laughs> should be wearing noble winning look. Oh my god, one of my favorite ones ever. Do you, you guys remember Michelle Kwan, the ice skater? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she bit it hard. She ate ice. She ate it. She was a doofus and ate it in the Olympics once. And the, <laughs> the next morning, the post, Michelle Quant. Ah. I'm looking Art. at what now that was Boy, Jared, the spokesperson for Subway, and it just said really big, enjoy a foot long in jail. <laughs> Can you <laughs> The New York Post seriously hires artists poets to write those headlines it's unbelievable god bless america and whoever writes those friggin' things yeah and to anyone outside the united states yeah just look new york post cover and just look at the images and just they're they're amazing they're all brilliant they're all brilliant well not all of them but i mean some of the trump ones have been really good too but um any other kits any other jerseys any anything else we want to talk about I want to talk about, not kits and jerseys, just mention two things that are asking for money, that are asking for money that I think are worth to take a look at, maybe. What's that? Aside aside from us. Yeah, aside from us. So one is, uh, I don't know if you saw this, Lachlan and Gus Morton, they went to Colombia and they are trying to do the whereabouts movie for it. So I think they have all the material. And again, what is missing is the production. So they are doing a Kickstarter for that. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 If you oh. go to, it is in conjunction with cycling tips. So if you go there, you can see that they have started this thing just to produce the hmm. little video. So that is one. And then the other one is a, a friend of the podcast uh, from OORR Australia. They are doing another Kickstarter to see if they can, produce an eco-friendly jersey and beep thing for cycling of course oh, i thought you were gonna say an eco-friendly podcast like, yeah i know eco-friendly? i know no but it's, it's kind of interesting because it is supposed to infuse with coffee so that makes it i think one of the things they advertise is that is other free or something it's like, i don't know if it smells like coffee i think that's the that's the case but it's pretty cool because it's made out of recycled material so the whole goal here is to reduce the carbon footprint that apparel and fashion make so it's kind of but interesting then you buy it but then you buy it and they ship it air mail and nothing pollutes like yeah i know <laughs> exactly but what are you gonna that do you have to say in order for cycling to offset its carbon footprint, it will take Oof. 652 years because the moment you go to a professional race and you see that every bike gets washed with diesel that they just wash off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it is. I'm, I'm just talking about cycling about it. Don't get too yeah, deep no, no, no. here. Yeah. So it is interesting because it's a, this is like fundraising to see if this thing is even viable to, to produce. So check it out. If you, don't look, if you can't remember who this guy is, Tim Christian was the one that kicked our butts in the Tour de France Velo Games this year. Right. Yes. Yep. He won the uh, the the tea lizard hat. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So there were my two, those were my two announcements. Continue, please carry on. Oh, the other thing that I wanted to ask at the very beginning, but then I completely forgot. And I was going to say, it's like, I'm thinking, all right, in my head, I'm thinking of a little, maybe, maybe a tour or something that like we can do or whatever, or I can do where let's say I go to New York city and then Mike and I have a little, uh, uh, speaking arrangement and people come in and see us and we Engage. talk or whatever and engagement. Thank you very much. And then maybe, you know, I can like meet up with Natalia in Chicago and with Klaus in Tucson, Arizona and Mike flies to Tampa Bay or something. Maybe you go to London. I don't know. I just want to know if people would be interested in seeing us get up on stage and not record a podcast. That's not what I mean. Stand up I comedy mean, now, dude? Really? Yeah. <laughs> what? No. what are you doing? Stand up? Yeah. What? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> no, not stand up fools. You know, like you get up there, you tell some stories, you answer some questions, you know, that kind of, like a TED talk. Who is going to pay oh for my this? God. I'm not saying they're yes, paying for it. Free. It's free, of course. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. There is nothing free in this life. I'm sorry. Who is going to pay for the production? Then that's the. Other oh thing. no, me, me, me. Definitely, definitely me. It'll be all me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna travel around. That's my idea. Is for uh, next summer at some point. I want to do a tour. I want to go to the. I want to go to different cities and then hopefully hook up with one of you guys so that there's it's not just me or whatever. Go to a place, watch a race in the morning. I don't know. Um, speaking engagements. I want to go out there. I want to meet the people. I want to shake some hands. I want to kiss some babies. Are you running for president in four yeah, years? What the hell? <laughs> why you guys? Why you guys make fun of me like this, man? It's not fair. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm 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 not cool, and I didn't. <laughs> I I haven't met Adolfo Shuby Do Quinones. What was his name? Shaba Do. Shaba Think about it. Scooby-Doo, he's like an icon, and he was just standing alone by the bathroom. If we go out there, our fate is going to be worse. We'll be in the bathroom, and there'll be no one to see us. I don't know, man. I think that maybe people, I don't know, just let me know on Twitter if you guys think that, that would be a good idea. You know, I you know, I have a couple months to plan it or whatever, but uh, right now, you know, I'm doing really well money-wise i'm not you know i'm in a position where i can do something like this so i don't know maybe i'm just throwing it out there you guys i didn't know you guys were going to make fun of me i thought you guys were going to be supportive what did you think we were going to do <laughs> like wow that's a great idea dude yeah let me start looking into theater so we can start booking something theater let me get all radio Doo. city musical is that big was in the hallway yeah, I will try Java to. Do is not very good at talking. I am. He's good at I, dancing. I'll try to see if we can book a classroom. <laughs> yeah, <That'd be>. perfect. <laughs> like one of those Natalia. auditorium classrooms. Those are cool. Natalia, do you uh, are you okay with disclosing where you live, or do you not want to know? Do you not want to say? The what? Actually, it doesn't really matter. What I was going to say is the city that you live in is very small. There's probably zero people that listen it's to our podcast. It's a town. There. Yeah, there's no it's chance that. Yeah, no, exactly. no. It's not but I think if we go to San Francisco, listen, I'm thinking New York, let's say Boston, Chicago, San Francisco, Portland. Can we make tour t shirts? <laughs> yeah, we can make tour t shirts. You Hell think yeah, this dude, is like all the, the dates in the back. And send them. talking about this like it's the Eagles reunion tour. <laughs> It's, it's better than Eagles reunion. Eagles tour. reunion tour. This is yeah, because Eagles. it's not even a reunion. It's, the tour T-shirt. The, the tour T-shirt is going to be Carlos Betancourt on a bike on cinder blocks, <laughs> with but all the I'm, cities printed on top of it. I'm it's it. not even a reunion because we've never done it before. Is the union? Is the what? Eagles union tour? <laughs> not even a reunion. La Saga right? reunion. This is going to be like, listen, guys, this is going to be like when Van Halen toured with David Lee Roth. All right. And if you guys don't like this idea and you continue to make fun of me, Van Halen is going to be touring with Sammy Hagar pretty soon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you catch my drift. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. David Lee Roth, all you guys. You guys are a bunch of David Lee Roths hating on Eddie Van Halen over here. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it would be fun. The one that you in New York. How about that? 
There you go. I just, I just think it'd be fun. I don't understand. Why, like, I went to see somebody speak recently who's a YouTuber, a dude that has a YouTube channel that I really enjoy, and he came to town, and I went to see him speak, and he was awesome. Okay, let's that, do it. Is that a dog? Next summer? Yeah, I'm guessing next summer. You Sorry, know, that was a dog toy squeaking. Oh. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So, we have come to an end of yet another episode. And yet again, I thought... We're not going to have enough stuff to talk about. And we and kind then of didn't. We really didn't. And then Shibidi Shabadu comes up. But these are the best episodes, man. Because whether or not... Whether I, or not we, we, I normally agree with you, but I think today's was an exception. It was not that good. <laughs> At least the high fidelity is, is improved. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's, too bad, it's too bad that we are only going to have it for this podcast, right? We for think- this episode. That's it. Yeah, we stunk it up, but in, in very nice, clear audio. Make yeah. sure you put the, <laughs> put the Dolby surround sound uh, filter on this one. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> put the Dolby, like, THX logo on the... Oh, yes. On the image. And yeah. open the podcast. Open open the episode with the THX. Like, Have you ever been wow. at one of those THX? Yeah. And that's so loud at the beginning. Yeah. Like deadly loud. <laughs> you know what movie got in serious trouble for being too loud? And I'm not even joking. It was Armageddon. <laughs> you remember hearing all the stories about it? Like people were complaining. Old people were dying. Yeah, it was like 10 to 20 dB louder than the average movie. I remember that perfectly. People really I mean, wanted I'd to hear that. that Aerosmith song in the soundtrack. I believe that's in Michael Bay's contract. <laughs> Liv Tyler was in the movie, so of course you have to be Aerosmith. But listen, I'm going to close the podcast episode with this little story. I worked at a movie theater a long time ago, and uh, you remember that movie Juice? Apparently, yeah. Yeah. the very beginning, there's like it starts pretty rough, and towards the end of the run, um, they start splitting. They call it split house, where in the morning they play a kids movie, and in the afternoon at night they play. That movie. So Jews had already been there for a while, so he was only playing at night. The manager overnight forgot to change. This is back when there was actual, an actual reel. Forgot to change the reel, and the manager in the morning assumed, "Oh, it must be the Muppets movie, the Elmo movie, whatever the <laughs> hell it was." Boom! Hit the thing. At Eleven oh, fifteen, man. showing filled with moms and babies. Nice. <laughs> Best thing about it, it was a good 15 minutes into the movie before anybody came out and let us know what was going on. I just dated myself, too, because Juice came out a long time ago. And that's it. Shakur has been dead for a long time. A long, long time. Or is he? Or is he? That's it. We're out of here. What? Peace. Kule, 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 kule,